Oh, that's good because we're recording now. <laughs> oh, that's it. Sneak the button in on me. I'm good at that. So, hey, everybody, welcome back to the Project X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with. I am Big Dave. And to this episode, we are going to start a series uh, about the year 1984, not the book 1984 by George Orwell, which is a good book. But we, and honestly, we could probably do a two or three part series on that book. Um, it, it, but it's, again, it's one of those things you'll probably go back to high school English class and just, your eyes will start glazing over and be like, oh God, here we go. So it's <laughs> Actually, I've been looking for a copy of the that John book, Hurt um, version oh, the of the version. film. Yeah, yeah. yeah, They did, was it last year, HBO did a, um, it was 1984. It's not as good as the John. Yeah, I, I, and that was the whole thing is, is that what I read of it, or like what I read about, because I didn't watch the movie, said that it wasn't very good. Um, there's no. the John Hurt version. Is that and then there is that? The, That's the good version of the movie. Have you seen the British version of it? No, 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 no. I'm thinking of a different. I'm thinking of uh, uh, Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, there that's you what go. it was that HBO did was Fahrenheit 451. That's yeah. what it was, and everybody said it wasn't very good. There is a British production that was done in the 70s, I think, or something maybe really? the 60s or 70s or something like that. That I remember watching at school. That was actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> quick tangent before we get in there. That's one of those things. If you read Fahrenheit 451. Oh yeah. Okay. That I that was there there was only a few there are only a few books that I read that I had to read in high school that I walked away from going oh dude I really enjoyed this and Fahrenheit 451 was oh, one yeah. of them and it's funny if, if you like Bradbury uh-huh. another one of his that I read that I enjoyed really well was Death is a Lonely Business okay it's kind of based in Venice hey, Beach yeah I, it's one of those things that uh, yeah you might want to turn me up just a little bit yeah that's what I, I was, was reaching over for um, but Fahrenheit 451 <clears throat> again I have not read it since I was in high school so we're talking 30 ish years okay yeah um what i remember of that book i've seen a lot of shades of in recent years oh we in the last decade ish or so well both that book and 1984 yeah, but especially like one of the one of the two the two things that that popped out to me uh was that you know now that we're in a digital age and, you know, a lot of so many things are going digital and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We have seen uh, I remember there was a controversy about what, seven or eight years ago with Kindle um, with, um, you know, with the Amazon Kindle, with the additions of the books that they had yeah. of them, uh, people pur- purchasing books and then they were being replaced with newer versions that because you know, they had lost okay. or whatever and they had been edited. This is one of the reasons. And that's a whole like, okay, that's a, well, before we get in, okay, there's yeah. that. And then, and which is funny because that's going to come into play in this episode about, about going back and touching up something. Yeah. Um, the, um, uh, one of the other things was the, the wall televisions that they had in, in Fahrenheit 451. They talked yeah. about, you know, with the, like the big wall, you know, like whole, whole rooms, just television. Yeah. You know? And it's like, well, we essentially have that now with our flat screens and, and everything. Well, not only that, but some of the TVs have cameras built into and them. And there's that also. You know, because, yeah. oh, well, you can talk to family through your mm-hmm. TV. And no, people are spying on you through your TV. I cannot, I cannot convince my dad that, that, 
flat panel televisions do not have tel- do not have cameras built into them. Not all of them do. No. If you get a smart TV, yeah. it will have one. And I keep telling him, he was like, no, they all have cameras built in. I was like, do you see a camera on here anyway? Well, it's built into the screen. You would have dead pixels yes. if it was built into the screen. And that's yeah. not, that's not. Okay, okay? Here's, here's my tangent. Here's, <laughs> here's why I'm the crusty Gen Xer that I am, why I still buy physical media. iTunes, Amazon, anywhere that you quote, purchase right. digital media from... You don't actually own it. You're not actually purchasing the media. Right. You are signing basically a computer a licensing, licensing mm-hmm. fee. Um, you are renting that media. And they can come in and remove it from your system the second it hits a Wi-Fi right. or internet at any point that they want to. I've lost stuff like that before. Yeah. You know, where it was like... Um, iTunes didn't have the license and I was going to go download it because I didn't have yep. it on my, I had purchased it. It was on my computer, but it wasn't on my phone and I couldn't find it anywhere. Right. And it's like, you've got to be kidding me. Now it was still on my computer. Yeah. Because you, know, you downloaded right. it to your computer. But that's why my iTunes library mm-hmm. is all downloads. It's all downloaded onto an external hard drive mm-hmm. that is not attached same to my way, computer. Same thing. So. And when I go to refresh my iTunes uh, library from stuff that I've downloaded, mm-hmm. I turn off the Wi-Fi. I unplug it from the internet right. so that they can't get it. And right. I'll, and I'll back everything up and update it, and then I'll take that hard drive and put it back in the safe. I lost a ton of podcasts that way. Yeah. One time of whoever and uh, it was. It, it, I, I guess the servers are changed or, or whatever. I don't know, but all of a sudden it wasn't there yeah. any longer. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I had all this stuff on here, you know. This um, is why I still buy physical movies on mm-hmm. DVD and Blu-ray, uh, sometimes even VHS if I can't find it anywhere right. else. You know, this is why I still buy CDs. This is why I buy records. Mm-hmm. It's why I buy books. Besides the fact it's nice having that physical the media only problem, in I, your hand. I like it too. I love the aesthetic of looking at a shelf and seeing books and, and DVDs yeah. or Blu-rays or whatever, you know, that type. I like that aesthetic. The practicality of it, though, is really tough sometimes. It's you know, just that's a matter of space is space. what it comes down to. You know? and, and honestly, my wife, who has a book problem, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm calling you out on it, honey. Um, we don't have enough room for all of her books <laughs> right now. They're just stuck everywhere, um, which means I'm having problems finding places for my CDs and right, DVDs. Right, right, right. And See, I don't, have, I don't have a single... I mean, I think I have two CDs still. Well, I've got more than that. I've got a few of them that like, like, have been, like been, um, that were signed or something like that. But I've the got last every CD, DVD I've ever bought. The last CD that I bought was... I was at Warp Tour a couple of years ago. Yeah. And that was kind of one of those, like, well, this is how I can do this, you know. Uh, a band that I really liked but that I forgot to talk about when we did our Chicks Rock. Uh, they're called ba- uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Oh, okay. And they're a punk band, and they're really good. Cool. Uh, and, uh, but I've got a signed CD from them, like they all signed it, you know, and everything. Nice. So, um, but, yeah, we're, we're starting to see shades of yeah. Fahrenheit 440, uh, 451. 451 and 1984 kind of rolled up in well, a Well, you know, that's another thing. Nice I'm sure roll. you probably remember the... There was, uh, again, going back a few years ago, where there was a controversy, again, of libraries burning old books of, like, they're like, we don't have, they'd gotten newer copies yeah. of them or whatever, and so they were taking the old books and burning them. 
and people, some people were like, oh, that's terrible, and that's book burning. It's like, no, that's a little different, Yeah, but I get it. Okay, here's the other one from Fahrenheit 451 before we get into our actual subject sure. matter here. Um, you remember when the uh, the Boston Marathon bombing yes. happened? I remember watching that that uh, coverage, you know, live, you know, wow, as it was going on, you know. And one of the things that the local government in Boston asked people to do was to keep an eye out. Like, legitimately, they were like, hey, we think they're in this one area, so everybody, if you could, you know, look out your doors and windows and, and see if you see this person. You know, guys like it reminded me so much of that of that book because remember at the end of it when he's on the run yeah. and they put out that edict, everybody go and open your front door, you know, because yeah. he's running down the road, you know, of like in you know, when he's that that came to my mind immediately of well, oh, been, that's the I'm I'm gonna <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna date our episode yeah. here a little bit. We've been seeing that with the coronavirus thing. Yeah. You know if you see your neighbors out doing something, report them to the government. Yeah, I'm it's like, a, are you kidding me? Yeah, and that's backfired in a few places too. So uh, Michigan comes to mind that, uh, <laughs> again, we're not getting into politics, but it's, <laughs> you know, uh, and there was well, actually, there was actually, was it North Carolina? They had some protests that actually resulted in some uh, some arrests. Yeah. Well, and, I know my wife talked to a friend of hers whose family's in Florida. Mm-hmm. And the police were driving around. If you were just sitting on your front porch, they were making them go back in their houses. Right. And well, I'm sorry. Saw, we if I'm sitting the, on my uh, front porch and some the cop rolls up on me and tells me right. to get back in my front yard, I'm gonna be like, get a warrant. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, that goes back to the 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 paddle boater, you know, that was pulled off the yeah. you know, pulled off the river. It's like you're not around anybody. He was in the ocean I know, by like, himself. Like you're not around anybody. Well, that is a you saw the campsite where the people went to the outback in New Zealand oh, and yeah. was camping out and it took the cops and a helicopter. They used to a helicopter to, them, right? to find them, to get to them, to make them go back know, indoors that's a, that's because they were excessive. I know, camping so. outside. So now that we've gone through all this stuff and talked about some conspiracy <laughs> theories and a few other things, uh, 1984 seems a little more Na- apropos. You 1984. Know? <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so I, I approached uh, Dave with this one a few weeks ago uh, because... Um, from watching a, another piece of media, I'm not going to get into all of that, that was talking about, it was a sporting thing, talking about 1984. Yeah. You know, the Olympics and different, you know, different things. And it was one of those that they, they did this little kind of montage up front of different... Like news stories news and News stories and stuff. And, and, and I was like, oh, wow, man. And so I, I started doing some research on my own. Yeah. And it's like, man, 1984, like for our generation, was a touchstone yeah. of, of pop culture. And so we're gonna we're going to uh, take a couple of, of episodes to you know we're gonna talk about music in one we're gonna talk about movies in one we're gonna talk about um, you know just pop culture in general in another one and we'll see we you know we might we might be able to stretch this out into four depending on, on what we find along the way so. oh yeah that's always <laughs> but a we're gonna start with movies movies right now can we do mu- music because I actually researched the music well. Either way, I've got them both researched here, um, I, and the reason why I said that because that's what I had pulled up. Yeah, the, I've uh, got the music side pulled up. Well, I mean, we either did, way, we didn't coordinate. No, we didn't, but that's fine. We can do fine. Okay, music, nineteen eighty four. I made a list of nineteen eighty four of albums that were released. Okay, that were. 
and there are more because you know I, I know you have the full list of what yeah. was released by by um, by month by month. I just I just pulled up albums that were released in 1984 that were significant that still have significance to this day. You know where well, I've got a, a few that are significant. You know, not only just but also right, right. like specifically yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah, well, it's a. And I didn't put these in any order. I just listed them. Um, sure. Uh, and, and there are a couple of them on here that are... There's one here in particular I'm looking at that's significant to me more than anything. Uh, but uh, let's just start with this. Okay. Uh, the first one I have listed here is Van Halen's 1984. Yeah, it was the okay. first one I've got on That was released in what, January or February? That was released like that. on January 9th, 9th okay. 1984. Which, hey, got the entire year. If you're not familiar, obviously if you listen to this, you probably are, but let, let's run down the list. Uh, Jump. Panama. Panama. Um, uh, what else is on there? There's more on that. There's more on that. Yeah, and I, I cannot for the life of me pull off the top of my head. <laughs> I like more than just those two songs. Oh, Hot for Teacher. Hot for, oh, yeah, Hot one. for Teacher. Yeah, yeah. Those were the main, major the main three, three but there was more yeah. on there also. Um, um, was... Um, was Ice Cream Man on that one? No, no, no that was um, Fair Warning. Okay, but but those th- right. those three especially were like huge hits. Um, this that was the album that really catapulted Van Halen into the stratosphere. The first two cassettes I remember getting, I think I got them about the same time. Um, was I got. Van Halen, nineteen eighty four, mm-hmm. and I got um, Quiet Riot. Oh, Quiet the Metal, Metal Health, Health. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I got them about. I must have got them for like a birthday or something, right? Um, Jump Panama, uh, Drop Dead Legs, Hot mm-hmm. for Teacher, I'll Wait, Girl Gone Bad, House of Pain, Top Jimmy. I'll wait. That's the I'll, I'll wait till the sun comes. In. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I knew there was more on there. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's a uh, great album." It actually, actually is. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a great way to start the start the year. Yeah, you know, of wow, this well, is. Uh, here, here's the thing: an an album that came out um, not five days earlier than that mm-hmm. was Judas Priest, Defenders of the Defenders, Faith. Yes, yeah, that's a. Uh, the next one that I have on my list here. Uh, was Bon Jovi's self-titled Bon Jovi? Bon Jovi, which had that Run actually, Away. yeah, Run Away, uh, and, um, and uh, uh, In and Out of Love was on that one. Yep, and um, it came out on the twenty-first. I was that that was in January, also. Yep. Yeah, you know the thing is, I went through. I, I'm sure we went through the same page, and I probably put oh, these yeah. down as I was coming through here. Uh, that's another one. Again, not their biggest album. That would be you know when Slippery When Wet came out a couple of years later. Yeah, um, but it was. It introduced us to Bon Jovi, and yeah. Bon Jovi's still with us. I mean, that's a, they're they're kind of like well, John is well, the rest of the band's kind of told him to. They're they're kind of like herpes; they don't ever actually go away. So it's, a, <laughs> and I don't say that because I like Bon Jovi. I'm just you know, <laughs> but they that they were. I mean, they 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 lasted through the grunge era. They lasted. They've lasted all these years more than you ever thought that they would have. So now, now for me, here's two that are back to back that are almost complete mm-hmm. opposite. Polar opposite, diametrically opposed. Okay. That came out basically right around the same time. Okay. That's Rockwell. 
I've got that. Somebody's one watching, watching me. me. Yes. But also about the same time, Anthrax's Fistful of Metal came yeah, out. Yeah, I know that's their first, like one of their first albums. It's not quite up there with Among the Living or. No, uh, come you know, on, Fistful, a, of Me- Fistful of Metal yeah. was a great album. I did put Somebody's Watching Me on here because that was a huge. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, Granted, the the song "Somebody's Watching Me" was much bigger than the album itself. Yeah, but most people forget he had another another minor hit off of that called "Obscene Phone Caller." Yeah, and it's one. Of course, we all know that it's Barry Gordy's son. <laughs> that's that's how he got Michael Jackson to sing on "Somebody's Watch," uncredited yeah. on "Somebody's Watching Me," you know, and that kind of stuff. So yeah. a little bit of an in in Motown, you know. The next one that I have a significance that's on, that on this was the Footloose soundtrack. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, the song Footloose. Uh, you know, Kenny Loggins. You had "Let's Hear It for the Boy." Yeah. Huge hit. I should have pulled all this stuff up. Uh, I think, isn't uh, Holding Out for a Hero yeah. on that one also? Um, that yeah. was Bonnie Tyler. And um, I'm sure if we went down and, and, and looked at it, it was like, oh, yeah, there's this and there's that. you know. But again, huge, yeah, huge, huge, huge. Uh, let's see. Uh, the next one that I have on here, Thompson Twins, Into the Gap. Yes. Chad, you know, Hold Me Now. Yeah. Big hit. Uh Song you still hear played, you know, in the eighty anything eighties, you'll hear that song, you know. Um, Especially with the big revival of the eighties stuff going on right now. There's never not a revival of the eighties <laughs> stuff going on. I swear. We'll get into that another yeah, time. Okay. Now, now I've got one that I'm, okay. I'm sure you missed okay. or didn't mention, and it came out on the twentieth of February, mm-hmm. and that was the Smith self-titled right here. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I've got it listed on here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, again. The Smiths. That, that's um, when you we, we've talked about our love hate relationship with the Smiths and <laughs> actually, certain members of the band. Actually, <laughs> we we like the Smiths. We, we can't stand Morrissey. Morrissey. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, another one that came out this year, Weird Al in 3D. Yeah, of course that had Eat It. That yep. huge hit. You know, uh, obviously you know because the year prior, Michael Jackson had blown up with with Thriller, the album yeah. Thriller, um, which you know. Beat it was on there. Um, well, Billy Jean, Billy. Well, that one that that was released in December of '82. Okay, it had Billy. It it had six singles released off of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was a huge hit. But the 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 Weird Al parody of Eat It yeah. was just almost as big as as Beat It was. You know, I mean, it was a that was a you hear it come on the radio and it's like, is this, is this eat it or is this beat it? Which one is it? You know, now, a, you, you've missed one here. Okay. Um, because you went all the way down to the 28th mm-hmm. with weird Al. But if you, where is it? If you go back up, um, to the 27th, mm-hmm. queen came out with the works. I didn't put that radio one. Radio Gaga. I know is radio. The first and I love Radio Gaga that. is my favorite Queen song. Um, and the reason that I didn't. I Want to Break Free was on I, that album. Another good one. Hammer to Fall was right. on that album. Come on. That's a. Agreed. But let's remember that people forget Queen was not as big when they were actually. Around Dude, as they've been since I remember when that then. came out. I, I do too. I remember. The I remember. The, I remember the video for Radio Gaga. You know all that stuff. Queen didn't really find. 
Wayne's World had a lot to do with their resurgence in the early '90s. For a lot of people, not for me. And then it's been, yeah. But what what I'm saying, I'm talking about as an an overall. Like it was one of those things where the people who were into Queen have always been into Queen. Yeah, for the most part. But as a, I'm guilty of that. But you know, the thing is, is that like, what gets me is that like. Again, like when when Bohemian Rhapsody was used in Wayne's World in '92, all of a sudden Queen, you know, of course Freddie Mercury had just died the year previously, and and that was a big thing. I mean, that was yeah. Yeah, it was one of the first big, the big name celebrities that died of AIDS. Yeah, you know, behind Rock Hudson. Yeah, you know, that was Rock Hudson, and then Freddie Mercury was the next one after yep. that. And of course, Magic Johnson announced that he had AIDS or HIV just right around that same time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, I, I think he actually announced that Freddie died like the next week or something. It was one of those things that they were right on top of each other. Yeah. Both of them were in November of 91. I remember that very vividly, but it was one of those things that with the resurgence, you know, the use of, of that. And then the, the, you know, MTV showing the concert, the tribute to Freddie Mercury. And it's one of those things where, that concert took place in Wembley Stadium, which is, if they had had it here in America, it would have been big, but not as big as it was being yeah. at Wembley. You know, and even even with the the star-studded, I mean, you go down the roster of people that, that performed there. But it was one of those things also that after, let's see, was it, uh, was it News of the World that had uh, Another One Bites the Dust on it? That's... Early 80s. Yeah, that sounds 80s. right. They really I could be mistaken. They, on they that. fell off. Like they would, they would pop up here and there. You know, like they they had one vision that was on the uh, the Iron Eagle soundtrack. They had um, they they did the uh, the soundtrack for uh, Highlander, the Highlander. You know, which was not a successful movie. You know, it was one of those things that it's, it's a cult classic. It's it's one of those things again. Okay, I own all of them. That's fine, but yeah, that's. <laughs> And this is one of my pet peeves. Well, they also did the soundtrack for Flash Gordon. They did. Well, again, that was early. That was seven. That was eighty, eighty-one. It was very, so it was very, very early. Yeah. Early on. So you're yeah. talking about by this point, they had kind of fallen off a little bit. They were more of a name than they were <laughs> well, an actual. Okay. Like they didn't tour the U.S. They didn't. Yeah. They, they were huge around the world, but they weren't really big in the U.S. You know, that was kind of. Uh, All right. and, and they've had there, and especially since that horrible movie came out. A couple of years ago, they all of a sudden everybody's like, "Oh, you know, Queen was blah blah blah." There was an episode of The Goldbergs, uh, you know, which takes place in the '80s, you know, and it's one of those things where Erica, like, you know, they're talking about, "Oh, you know, we do Bohemian Rhapsody," you know, this was, and it's like, "No, you just you did this episode because this movie's out now." Yeah, that's the whole reason is because the thing is, is that these kids would not have been listening to Queen at this time. <laughs> you know, this is a it just it, revisionist history, especially in pop culture, kills me. Because oh, yeah. it's one of those things, it's kind of like anyone that says, oh, you know, the 70s had such great music. All you're hearing is what has filtered down over the years and made it through. Yeah, there was some crap music There was a in ton of crap that came out in the 70s. There's a, re- there's okay. a reason why AM Gold mm-hmm. is a whole music mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, genre. It's the, same thing. it's the same thing with the 80s. There was a ton of crap that came out in the 80s. Oh, yeah. A ton of it. Spe- but all we hear is what's been filtered down into the, the, the best ofs. And oh, yeah. that's that's kind of weird. Uh, anyway. So speaking of of crap coming out in the eighties, yes. it, it, you're, you're gonna laugh about this. Mm-hmm. February second, 
this is Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I put that in the movies. Okay. Um, because that was a huge... Yeah. Again, not a box office success. No, but cult classic. became a cult classic. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't put... I didn't put the, that soundtrack on here because I was like, oh, we'll talk about that in the movies. What I did put on here, though, and you can look at the what, when it actually came out. Yep. Heartbeat City by the Cars. Oh, yeah. The 13th of, huge, of March. 13th of March. Huge album. You might think I'm crazy. Yeah. I, drives on that one, if I I'm not mistaken. So. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things I that... I actually have this one on vinyl. I can't hey, remember. But it is one of those things where you go through, you're like, man, you, people, you, you forget how big the cars were. Oh, yeah. Uh, in in the mid-80s, okay? And uh, that that album just, um, yeah, it was huge. Uh, here's another one. Go ahead. Out of the Cellar by Rat. Woo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a huge one. Mm-hmm. You've missed. You've- round and Round. Yeah, on that. That was a, a massive hit. Had a huge crossover. I, I, I'm actually a fairly big rat fan. Yeah, I know I you love are. Rats. Uh, but you missed one. What? Uh, back on the 22nd, uh, the Go-Go's with Talk Show. Okay, there's a reason I didn't put Talk Show on there. If you look at the singles that are released off of it, there's only one. Yeah, but that's where you get your first real taste of the Go-Go's. Really? No, this was like one of their last albums. Oh, that's this right. This is like yeah. their last album, yeah, if you're I'm not right. mistaken. You're like, right. Yeah, because uh, all that other stuff it was earlier was on. early You're in right. the eighties. So, uh, but yeah, I think it, there was only one song that was that was one that charted. My, my age is showing. Yeah. There was only one song that charted off that album because I right. looked at it. But and that's I was like, that's eh. still it's yeah, the it Go Go's man. Their, I think, like I said, I think that was their last album. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, Love It First Sting also came out. The Scorpions. Yeah. yeah. You know, Scorpions. Fan? Uh, you know, it's I'm really kind of when I put this list together. I wasn't putting a putting together a comprehensive because well, I left I left some stuff off you know obviously I didn't put Anthrax on there because that's more of a you and I would know that but you know not uh, everybody else would especially that album okay come on so um Run DMC Run DMC's Run DMC is on here yeah that this this is their debut album yep this really. First rap album to go platinum. They were the first rap act to win a Grammy. Yep. Uh, they were the first rap act to perform on the MTV, the VMAs. Uh, I mean, it was, and, and this is not, this isn't Raising Hill, which had um, 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 their their cover of Walk This Way on it. No. This is the one that had, um, is it Tricky? Is on here. I think Rockbox is on it. Yeah, that sounds uh, right. I mean, it's one of those things where it's it's one of those things that really introduced us to. Oh, yeah. What's this? What's this over here? This yeah. That really, uh, obviously, hip hop had been around since the late se- mid late seventies. Uh, you know, mid mid early seventies. Yeah, it just and, hadn't hit right. outside of New York yet. Right, and but this was the thing that really kicked the door down of like, hey. There's this new musical force that's coming up, yeah, out of the underground. Quite honestly, I mean, it was out of you know, out of New York, you know, yeah, um, and yeah, and great. I mean, I love Run DMC, and uh, um, but yeah, that one was on there. Uh, I put uh, Nina's '99 Love Balloons, yes, absolutely. Uh, which again, kind of the one hit wonder. But Actually, that whole album was really good. 
if you go back and listen to it, now, you won't be able to understand most of the lyrics off of it. Well, no, because it's in German. Yeah. <laughs> now there was the English translation that yeah. they did for that song, especially. But that that has that song has become a hey, look, it's the eighties in in movies, you know. Um, yeah. Okay, here's one that I know. I owned it. I know you probably did also. It's Stay Hungry by Twisted Sister. <laughs> okay. Which, quite honestly, if you're going to own a, a Twisted Sister album, this is the one to yeah. have because it's got We're Not Going to Take It. And, yeah, uh, you went all, way on down, though. Yeah, this was... I know there has been a, there was other stuff that was released in there. Like I said, I was just picking up some highlights. Well, the one that I'm talking about is Bananarama. That, that's I, that's cruel summer. Yeah. is on there. Yeah, that's. I true. was just to be honest that's with true. you. I was just listening to that on the way over that's here. True. Yeah. Um. um hold on. Let, let me. Because you. I, know, I like I said. Do, I just do, I just put highlights is all there because there's there's something else I want to get to as far as music. Well, you also missed uh, Russia's Grace Under Pressure. I remember when that came out. Tell me a song on it. Exactly. <laughs> You're gonna make me pull all exactly. of my all of exactly. my Rush songs. Out. No, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's uh, again, Rush is one of those things that I guess it's because of my the my people uncle. who the people who love Rush love Rush, and everybody else kind of has like a oh yeah I, I remember that song and outside of, of Tom Sawyer they're kind of like oh oh yeah it's that band so all right all right you you're gonna go like oh, that yeah. on me. But there was, there was something else here that I saw that I was like, oh, I can't believe he missed that one. Yeah, it was uh, Sticks Caught in the Act. What's on that one? I believe that's the one that has too much time on my hands, if I remember right. I'll be honest, I'm not a big Sticks fan. Well, you, you and your whole <laughs> anti um, corporate rock type yeah, things. Uh, where'd it go? I just had it here. Uh, Mr. Roboto. Oh, really? Mr. Roboto was, that on, was that. on there. Mr. Roboto, too reason, much time on my hands. For some reason, I thought um, Mr. Roboto was on the album, Mr. Roboto, but I guess I could no, be wrong about Fooling that. Fooling Yourself was on that. Come Sail Away was on this album. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, it had, it, it so, was, yeah, that was... It was a little bigger than I thought it that, was. That's, okay. That was a big one. Okay. Um, yeah, Twisted Sister. Yeah. Here's my next big one. Okay. And... This is again, admittedly, not a big fan of this of this group. Okay, but I have to. I this was a big album. Okay, Chicago Seventeen. Yes. Okay. Hard. I think hard to say. I'm sorry is on this one, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. Yeah. Um. It. Uh. I mean, this was. I think this was the last one with Peter Cetera. If I'm not mistaken. Could be. I think it is. Because uh, it's right about the time that he went solo for all the Karate Kid stuff. Yeah, and you know the thing is, is that wasn't he did that with uh, Karate Kid um, Two was the one that he did the um, Glory of Love was on that. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Seventeen, Stay the Night, Hard Habit to Break. Yeah, you're, that, you're the inspiration, and Along Come a Woman. Came a woman. It was like, all on these. Yeah. Okay, I didn't say, but yeah, but those four, those were four big. Hits, yeah, like big hits. Again, I'm not a huge Chicago fan, but it would I would be remiss if I didn't talk about that album I, because I, I it, actually it, like Chicago. Yeah. Um, um, now one that came out fairly close to that one was Fat Boys. 
I'm glad I don't hear fat boys, fat boys, because it had stickum yep. was on it. And um, yeah, it's uh, that. The fat boys, unfortunately, have kind of been erased yeah. from history. And and the stuff that people do remember from them are kind of their novelty yeah. stuff, you know, like the wipeout or uh, or the ready for, are you ready for Freddy or, yeah. or something like that, you know. They also had that the twist. Remember when they did that? Yeah. That twi- and it's like, man, if you listen to their other like the stuff that wasn't yep. that, the you know that wasn't about food or whatever, you know, it was like, man, they were really good because like that the whole thing with like Stickem, um, was completely done. Uh, there, there's no like like a musical tracks on it whatsoever. Oh no, it's just a human beatbox. Yeah, and and it's all. I mean, it was all layered. Like he put all this stuff down, and then they went through and laid and, the lyrics yeah, down. And it's like that's that was really you know really innovative uh, for the time. So you know what, even now. So you know what came out uh, same day? Hmm. Private Dancer that's, from Tina Turner. Got it listed here. Huge, Huge album. Hit. In 1984, this, when this album came out, you could not go anywhere without hearing What's Love Got to Do With It. No. That song was everywhere. Everywhere. And a great song, you know. Uh, that also had the song Private Dancer yep. on it, uh, which was uh, released. Uh, what else was on it? Um. Because she had, I mean, it was that was one of those, um, um, let's see here, let me pull it up. Where is the track listing? What's love got to do with it? Better be good to me. Was the uh, yeah? There you go. Uh, she did. Um, she did a cover of "I Can't Stand the Rain." You'll still read Aretha Franklin song. Yep. Uh, was it Aretha Franklin that did that? I don't know, I but think I think she did. I think I think that was Aretha Franklin. Missy uh, Elliott. She also sampled did, heavily. Off. Yeah, well, but she also did. Let's. She did a cover of "Let's Stay Together." Yeah, um, you know, um, Al Green uh, that was on there. But yeah, I mean, it's. But yeah, those three songs. The you know, what's love got to do with it? Better be good to me was the next one that was released after that, and then Private Dancer after that. All three of them were, you know, hit the charts and, and were or songs like you hear and you're like, oh yeah. But especially What's Love Got to Do With With It was just huge. Yeah. Huge. Okay. The next one that I have on my list, I know there's been some between the two, but talk about a huge album. Bruce Springsteen's yes. Born in the USA. Born in the USA. All right. I'm going to pull this up because I know I'm going to miss something. This is was one of those it's like almost every track on the album almost. was a single um because this you know, obviously you know the, the born in the US the song born in the USA but it also had um uh the first the first single that was released off of it was uh dancing in the dark yep which introduced us to Courtney Courtney, uh, Cox. Courtney Cox uh uh let's see um Born in the USA, I'm on fire. Yep. He released that one as a single. Glory Days. Yep. And My Hometown. Yep. These were all songs that were re- like were released as bam, singles. Bam, 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 bam. Um, but Cover Me is on that, which was a radio hit. Like it was kind of a, a rock radio hit, as well as I'm Going Down was on there. Darlington County is also on this, as well as No Retreat, No Surrender. 
which were not, you know, they they weren't, um, I don't think they were released as singles. No, they weren't released as singles, but they are like songs that he still will do live and that Bruce fans know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And you would hear them on the radio, you know, from time to time. So, But that was a huge album. I mean, could not get away from this thing. No, what are you thinking over there? Um, the All Nighter from Glenn Fry. You're gonna say no? Well, the, the reason why I say that because that's that's got Smuggler's Blues on it, doesn't yes. it? Yes, and that was is We Belong to the City on that one. No. Okay, but and the reason but I didn't sm- put it the reason I put it on there is because it only released it, and I, I associate that song more with the Miami Vice soundtrack but it was, than I do with the. <laughs> I'm the same way. I know, but a, because of that, it was all over the mm-hmm. radio that entire it summer. Was, it was, and that was, and that's good. Was what was the other one that was on? No, I'm thinking about something else. That was the only big hit off of that one. Okay, here we go. And and there's, I'll tell you, there's one that I left off of this that okay. that, that I don't know where it falls in here, um, because all right, the soundtrack for Purple Rain, yes, came out Prince and the Revolution. Okay, let's go crazy. Mm-hmm. Take me with you. Yep. Obviously, Purple Rain. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, I would die for you. Yep. Uh, doves cry when doves cry yep those are five songs off of that that were that were like you talk about prince any one of those could come up okay it also has darling nikki which is a song that everyone knows but you know a song that wasn't on the album but was a but was a b-side for um i think it was let's go crazy was erotic city yeah Okay, that was that was never that was not not on an album. That was a a single B side that was released. Probably one of the, one of the most famous B sides ever released. Um, I'm trying to think what else is on that album. Um, but I mean, top to bottom, you can't go wrong with this no. at all. I mean, just great, great album. Uh, and that was what, although Prince, you know, 1999 came out before that. Yep. You know, um, um. The Dirty Mind came out before that, you know, the, that type of stuff. This was the thing that sent Prince into the stratosphere of, hey, who is this dude? The, the, you know, the, the, what what's going on here? You know, this was the one that made him. Yeah. And he did a, a whole wealth of music after the words that. <laughs> yeah. We were all like, oh, no, we live in Prince's world. I'm sorry. That's all it is to it. We, from now on, we just live in Prince's Some world. Some of us that's still a, live in Prince's world. Oh, I know, world. dude. You can never, I always say you can never go wrong with Prince. A- actually, I'm going to throw a shout out to uh, Hugh Britt. Oh, yeah. Because he's a huge Prince <laughs> oh, yeah. fan. Oh, yeah. Uh... He definitely lives in in Prince's world. Isn't that right, You can't Hugh? go wrong with we it, we got to get Hugh on we here. We do. We do. Um, here you go. This Ju- one. Ju- July 27th. Okay. Metallica. Ride By the, the lightning. lightning, yeah. That this was a huge album for How me. How did I miss that one on here? I have no that idea because that was a big album. That was a huge Especially, album for me. Now, what's funny? People who were with Metallica in the beginning, yeah, you know, on on uh, Kill 'Em All, yep, hate this album. 
because it changed. They changed between the two. They went away from strictly thrash metal yeah. into, hey, no, we can have some nuance this, here. This we can actually album, have songwriting. This, this is, is the album you know, where I discovered Metallica. Yeah. This, See, I was this, still this, two years away on that one. So This, this is the album that I discovered mm-hmm. Metallica. Uh, it's also about the same time I discovered Megadeth. Oh, yeah. So, Well, this one, you got to remember, this has got Creeping Death. Yes. It's got For Whom the Bell Tolls. Yep. Uh, it's Fade got to Black. Fade to Black. It's got Trapped Under Ice. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm going blank on what else is on it. Call of Cthulhu is on it. It's that um, yeah, instrumental. Jeez, yeah. um, what else is on that? Just, I know I'm missing you one. You just need to get it. Go get uh, it. Don't download it. Go buy it. No, I have it. I mean, it's a. Uh, um, mm. I know I'm missing. I'm so losing credibility just, right now. Just as a side note, mm-hmm. it, it just before it, uh, Striper came out with the yellow and black attack. Oh, nice! <laughs> I, I missed that one completely. Where is the track listing? So what? Did, what were the? What was the one that you were gonna? Bring oh, out before I fight fire with fire. Yeah, that was mm, uh, trapped under ice, escape, creeping death, call. Of, yeah, that's yeah. So that's all. Uh, fight fire with fire was the one that. Yeah. That yeah. We, we pretty much named all the rest of them. <laughs> <on there. laughs> escape, well, escape, and, and fight fight fire with fire. The only two we didn't because it was only there's only eight songs on that album. Yeah. Um, Metallica was great, especially back then. About like, hey, look, we're going to give you eight to ten songs. And that's all you need. And we're going to give you eight to ten yeah. songs, and they will all melt your exactly, face. Exactly, exactly. You'll have enough time to heal up your face mm-hmm. before we drop the next album. Yep. Which they haven't released one since, and Justice for All. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> okay, the next big one, and this is one that's, you know, yeah. in my wheelhouse, The Unforgettable Fire by YouTube. Oh, came out that yeah. I think that one came out in October, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, you uh, went all the way down there. Yeah. I'm still back in July. Um, maybe it's not that far. I don't know. Uh, but that that's the one that has pride in the name of love. Yeah, bad on it. Um, um, it had the song "The Unforgettable Fire" was released as a single. Um, yep. Uh, MLK is on that. Um. God, I can't believe I can't pull all this. I should be able to recite it from beginning to end. <laughs> um, what See, else? I, you, I don't know if you have it pulled up there or not. So. Well, here's the thing. You you went there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what a metalhead I am. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I grew up on all the hair metal and the, the thrash metal and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, this is the year that my favorite Iron Maiden album Which came one? out. Power Slave. Oh. Power Slave. I should have Power Slave. This is the one that had Rhyme and the Ancient Mariner. Right, right. As the complete B-side. I know you like that one. This is the album that got me through my radio shift because in that last half hour of the show, there were no commercials, no drops Mm -hmm. or anything. And I could put Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner on because it was a 31-minute song. (laughs) And I could leave the radio station and go across the street to McDonald's and get dinner and be back and have used the bathroom before the song was over and before I had to sign the radio station. (laughs) Nice. But I I remember when this album came out, and I was just like, Iron Maiden! All right, I have another one here. Okay. That this is... me centric a little more than than anything else. Sure, the replacements. Let it be. Yeah, came out. 
Yeah. Um, and the thing is, is I'm, I'm sitting here looking at your at the track listing, and um, androgynous is the only one that really jumps out at me. Um, I mean, there's some other Tommy gets his tonsils out, you know. Um, I will dare, you know, some good songs and stuff. But it was just like, wow, they, you know. Uh, but that again, let it be is kind of one of those, especially for for Matt's fans that are like, oh no, let it be. You know, it's it's up there with Tim of like, yeah. oh, these are the, these are the albums to you know type thing, and and it, I, man, they should have been so much bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's my next one that I have as far as like I said, I'm just kind of hitting some of the yeah the big spots here. Uh, big Bamboom, Hollow Notes. Oh yeah, that album. Yeah, that album was. Um, Hollow Notes were huge. I still like Hollow Notes. Do you do you watch his um, video podcast? No. Uh, what is it? Um, oh. about uh John um, Daryl Hall's Daryl's house. Daryl's house. Daryl's yeah. house. Yeah, that's actually a fun video podcast. Yeah. He, he just, has like different out different artists. He just has people come over yeah. to his house and they play songs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this one had Out of Touch. Yeah. Method of Modern Love. Yeah. Wow, that's it. No. Now there, there's one you missed that was a huge hit. Which one? And, and I know not off this album, a different. Yeah, different no, group. different album. Yeah. Um. Wow, but, those are but, the only two big singles off of that, huh? But I remember this because it was. My sisters loved it, and it was Shaka Khan. I feel for you. Oh no you. no 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 no! I have that. I have that. Okay. I think I had. Yeah yeah. I feel for you. That was yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Prince wrote it. Yeah. Uh, you know, wrote the song. So, um, here's the next. Stop making sense by Talking Heads. Yeah. This one had uh, burning down the house. Yep. Uh, Be good, Johnny. Um, yep. I mean, it. It was that was. The, the Talking Heads are such a strange group. <laughs> they had such a they had such a strange uh, uh, what's the word? I'm looking well, it's for? David they're, Byrne. They're, yeah, but I mean it's that's like, his eclectic. I know it, it's Psycho Killers. Still Psycho, my favorite I think that song. Was on, that might no, that that was from earlier. That Is was it? closer to their CBD CBGB days. I think that was like early seven or sorry, late seventies, early eighties. Let's see. It was way early on. No, 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 that's not what I need. But kind of in that same vein, um, Ecstasy came out with the Big Express that same year. Mm-hmm. 1984. 1984, imagine that. <laughs> uh, let's see, hold on. Yeah, Psycho Killer's on this. Oh, is it? It's the first track, yeah. I was uh, thinking that was an earlier. Psycho Killer. Uh, here, here's the uh, Psycho Killer, Swamp. Super people burning down the house. Girlfriend is better. Once in a once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Yeah. What a day that was. Life during wartime and take me. Oh, and their cover of "Take Me to the River" was on this. Yeah. So, um, so I guess guess could be good. Johnny wasn't on this one. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a song. I mean, with Psycho Killer burning down the house. Once in a lifetime. And take me to the river. That that's a pretty solid album of stuff that you still hear, you know, that's still yeah. like, Oh wow. That's a, and I know I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this name, but Julian Lennon put out his 
debut album. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Velot, V-A-L-O-T-T-E, Velot, Velot, whatever it was. One had Much Too Late for Goodbye on it. Yeah. You know, kind of introduced him to the world of like, hey, John Lennon's got this son who looks a lot like him. And, you know, people kind of lost their minds over him for a little while. Here's one. Hmm. Frankie goes to Hollywood. But that's not the one with relax on it. That's, Are you sure about yeah, that? Yeah, I, I look. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. Uh, because what's the album? That's uh, it's Welcome to the Pleasure Dome. Because this is the same year that they had all the controversy with um, radio stations refusing to play uh, Relax because it was so um, overtly sexual. Oh, I guess it does have Relax on it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you, we'll, we'll get to it in a second. Yeah, um, okay. Um, wham, make it big. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and get something straight. <laughs> right off the bat on this. Uh, okay. okay. What, what you, what, what's the problem? Have and I, this is something that irritates me. Like, okay. Irritates me. Here we go. Careless Whisper. Yeah. Is a wham song. It is not a George Michael song. No, it is a wham song. I know. But in the last decade or so, you know, even you know before he died and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I've so many times seen this. Oh, this was George Michael's first solo hit. It's no, like no, was this a was a Wham song. This was on this Make was, It Big. I mean, this was I know this it was, was always a Wham. I know, song. but it, it's been history's been rewritten a little bit on that. Of oh no, this was this was his breakout where he went solo. It's like, no, 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 this was on the the album. Don't even give me that crap. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Just because Andrew was doing all the backup I know. vocals okay. on it doesn't okay. mean that it, it... Wake me up before you go-go. Yep. Careless Whisper. Yep. Um. Uh, everything She Wants. Yep. Big. I, I, um, let's see, what else? Uh, what else is on? Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. Because I, I know I'm missing. <laughs> I know I'm missing... No, I'm missing something off of this album because um, it, th- this was huge. Uh, oh, freedom! Yeah, I don't want your freedom. Oh yeah. yeah, that's why his when he did the solo, it's called Freedom '90. Yeah, is because he didn't want the. But yeah, I, I knew that 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 was. Uh, I I had always forgotten about that song. I'd be willing to bet a lot of people. Forget about that one because when you say freedom, they think everybody about thinks it. of of his solo song. Which, yeah, which I love that song. Oh, that is yeah. one of the best music videos ever that he ever. never showed up in. I know, I know, and uh, where he blows all of his own stuff I up. Know. Well, you know that that whole song is about. If you look to the lyrics of it, it talks about all this. Like you know, when it gets into the, like the second verse, you know, it says, um, 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 yeah, we had some fun, boy, just to kick with my buddy and me. We had every good time. Uh, we had every good time band on the run. We were living in a fantasy. Yeah, you know, and it was it was just this whole like, yeah, it's talking about wham. It's talking about this is what we were doing. But now I'm back with something new. This is just me. I I'm getting rid of of the wham yeah. days. I'm getting rid of of the of the faith days. This is me coming back doing something completely new. Yeah, and uh, it, it's such a yeah. So I, George Michael, you know, he died in what was it? It was on Christmas Day, wasn't it? Uh, or Christmas Eve of 2016. And that year, you know, start you started off with right off the bat, we lost Lemmy, and then yeah, and then David Bowie, and then Glenn Fry. 
Yeah. And then we wound up losing Prince and a whole bunch of other. I mean, like just one of those things. We lost a ton of people that year. Yeah. And he kind of gets swept under the. It's like, no, dude, George Michael was huge. Oh, yeah. For a decade. Uh, I mean, just. You couldn't, I mean, he was everywhere. You know, even when you didn't realize that you were listening to George Michael a lot of you times. Were you were listening to George yeah. Michael, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and I hate that, that he kind of, you know. Okay, my next. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the track listing because this this is one of those. Um, almost the entire album was, was, a, was released. I bet it's the same one I'm looking at. Brian Adams' Reckless. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's one of them I was looking at. Okay, here we go. I'm just going to read the the track listing, okay? One Night Love Affair. Yep. We we know that one, okay? She's Only Happy When She's Dancing. Yep. Was not a release single, but you know the song, okay? Run To You. Yep. We know that one. Heaven. Yep. Somebody. Yep. Summer of 69. Yep. Okay, the seventh track is Kids Wanna Rock, which is one that he's done in concert ever since then. But which it's, is it's a great song. Actually the best song off the album, in my opinion. Here you go. It's Only Love with Tina Turner. Yep. Which I think is one of the best duets ever ever done. Yep. And then the last two songs are Long Gone and Ain't Gonna Cry, which you probably don't know those two. But One Night Love Affair, Run to You, Heaven, Somebody, Summer of 69, and It's Only Love. Yep. Six singles who that are all, as soon as you hear them, you know them. Yep. Off that one album. <laughs> Say what you will about Brian Adams and his cheesy popness or whatever. That is a solid album. Okay? No, screw you. I've I been know. to see him in concert like too. three times. He's great in concert. He is great yeah, He's a concert. heck of a player. He's and a heck of a performer. I know that when you get into the early 90s and all of his soundtrack stuff. Yeah. It's, it's cheesy, you know, the everything. But he was a rocker for, from the, for the longest yeah. time, man. And I just, yeah. That album, though, man, that that is huge. I've got one here for okay. you. Duran Duran, Arena. I've got that on here. That's my next one. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry Like a Wolf, uh-huh. Save a Prayer, Wild Boys, uh-huh. um, Careless Memories. Yeah. I don't say girls on film wasn't on that. No, one, was it? yeah, it's a, but no. yeah, I had that was my next one that I listed on here. Yeah. Okay. Here's the next big release this year. Huge. In 1984, like a virgin Madonna. Yes. Okay. And oh actually, my. actually, these two albums were dropped on the same day. I know. It's it, it's amazing. Again, look at all of this. This is one year. This, this is, is one these, year. These okay? two songs alone. Um. Actually, let me just read you. November 12th, 1984, all of these albums were released at the same time. Okay. Eurythmics, 1984, The Love of Big Brother. Okay. Duran Duran, Arena. 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 Uh The Smiths, Hat Full of Hollow. Oh, that's right. They put two of them out that year, didn't they? Uh, Robert Plant, The Honey Drippers, Volume 1. Right. Madonna Like a Virgin, and Kim Wilde Teases and Dares. Mm -hmm. Those were all dropped on the same day. Okay. Madonna's Like a Prayer album. Or excuse me, not Like, like a, virgin. a Prayer. Like a Virgin is different. That's a few years later. Madonna's <laughs> Like a Virgin album. Yep. Material Girl. Yep. Angel. Yep. Like a Virgin. Yep. Over and Over. Mm-hmm. Love Don't Live Here Anymore. Yep. Dress You Up. Yep. 
And then, okay, those are the first six songs on this album. They were all singles, okay? <laughs> and then, uh, Shooby Doo, Pretender, and Stay are the last three. But those first six <laughs> songs are all. <laughs> Again, uh, not her, you know, I mean, this was her second album, I think it was. Yeah, because the first one had Borderline and, you know, a few of those songs on it. But this, this was like her, her breakout. Yeah. And the first six songs. On the on the album were all singles, yeah, and all like again, you you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that song, you know, it, yeah, yeah, just mm-hmm. now a week later, Don Henley, I've got building a perfect beast, building a perfect which beast, had dirty laundry on well, it, no, had, or it had uh, boys of summer, no, it had boys, boys of, summer. of summer, it had um, you're not drinking enough, it had all she wants to do is dance, dance it had huge. sunset grill. Sunset. Such Which is song. like I know. a huge one for I me. I know. I love that song. But, of course, you know, we lived all over. Down and we would be... Anytime we were going um, back to Kentucky for the summer, there was this certain piece of interstate that had this weird bridge on it. It seemed like inevitably, mm-hmm. when just about the time we were going underneath that bridge, this song would come on from the local radio station. Which was weird for me. Oh, you forgot Not Enough Love in the World. I oh, was on this one you're also. Right. You're right. That's a, yeah, I, as I knew there was, again, four solid, you know, four solid songs. that. Yep. That was the last one I have as a, as a um, highlight or whatever. Really? I know there's more after that. These, these were just the, we're going to put this up here as a. Because you forgot about Toto Isolation. What's on that one? Um, you that one doesn't have Africa or Rosanna or, and I don't know that anybody else could name another one. So. <laughs> hold on, let me find it. Let me find it. Um, Believe me, go if you go to the if you go to the wiki page of Carmen of, was there and um, Stranger in Town. I don't know either one of those songs. Really? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's me. I, I, yeah. Again, not a big Toto fan. If it's not Africa or, or Rosanna, I probably don't know. Mike either. Oldfield, The Killing Fields? Really? Mm-mm. Hold on. Let me find the single off of that one real quick. Uh, come on, Google. Mm-hmm. That is not the album I thought it was. Okay. My apologies. <laughs> I I apologize. Anyway. That is not the album okay. I thought it was. I know I know there are more out, but here's the thing. I've got this is gonna this is gonna be the fun thing, okay? Sure. I have the Billboard Hot One Hundred okay. of nineteen eighty four. Sure. This is listing all the number ones from that year. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna start starting in January. On January the seventh for two weeks, January seventh and January fourteenth. You wanna take a guess? Don't pull it up. You want to take a guess? No. Go ahead. Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson say, say, say. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is coming. This was on Paul McCartney's album that came yeah. out that year, and I cannot for the life of me remember that. It actually came out the year prior because that's the whole thing. A lot of people because think the one that, that say, came say, out, say. The one that came out this year was um, Say Hello to Broad Street. Yeah, something like yeah. this. But this, people, a lot of people think that Say, Say, Say was on Thriller, but it's not. Um, uh, the Girl Is Mine was on yeah. Thriller. They say, were, Say, Say they, was on They Paul basically McCartney's recorded album. them in the same session, exactly. and they put one out on Paul and one right. out on Michael. Okay. This is, when I was looking through, the, this one surprised me. Okay. Two weeks, January 21st and January 28th. Yeah. 
This is one of your bands. It's a band. Okay. Yes, with owner of a, of a lonely yeah. heart. Yeah. I don't remember that going to number one. Really? I don't remember it being. I mean, I remember. I remember it being big, but I did, I never thought that it went to number one. Dude, that was that's so, such a great album. Too. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. February fourth. This is a three. This was three weeks. February fourth, eleventh, and eighteenth. Culture Club with Karma Chameleon. Yeah. Of course, that album came out. Yep. The previous year. Um, here we go. February twenty fifth through March twenty fourth. It's one, two, three, four. It's five weeks at number one. Yeah. This is one of your bands. It's Jump with Van Halen. Yeah. Van Halen. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, March thirty first. April 7th and April 14th. Three weeks at number one, Kenny Loggins' Footloose. Yep. This was something I didn't put on uh, but the, this soundtrack. Um, uh, April 21, 21st, 28th, and May the 5th, Phil Collins with Against All Odds. Oh, I forgot that about soundtrack that soundtrack came yeah. out that year. Um, and I that was probably a huge need to look. movie. We'll get into that, okay? We're going to do a whole episode just about movies, okay? <laughs> um, here we go. Um, May 2nd and May 19th, so two weeks at number one, was Hello by Lionel Richie. Oh, uh, yeah. Again, that album came out the previous year. Yeah. Um, was it Up All Night? Is that the name of it? Um, was the name of the album? Or is, that, is that the one that also had Dancing on the Ceiling? Had Dancing on the, no, it had, uh, no, it had, uh, what was Dancing on the Ceiling on that one? That's the one that had All Night Long. And Penny Lover, and that was another one of those albums that had like six, five or six singles released off of it. Here we go, May twenty sixth and June second. Footloose is double dipping here. Let's hear it for the boy by Denise Williams. Yeah, that was a big song, huge song. Um, June 9th and uh, June sixteenth, so two two weeks at number one. Cindy Lauper with Time After Time, oh. which she's so unusual came out the year prior. Such uh, a good yeah yeah. Uh, June 23rd and June the 30th. So two weeks at number one, The Reflex by Duran Duran. Yep. Okay. One, two, three, five weeks at number one from July 7th through August 4th. Prince with When Doves Cry. You can go anywhere without hearing that song. Okay. Now, you want to talk about going somewhere without being able to hear a song. Yeah. August 11th, three weeks at number one. From August 11th to August the 25th, Ray Parker Jr. with Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about it when we get to the next episode. So uh, that soundtrack actually had a bunch of good cuts off of it. It it's a really it's a solid soundtrack. It really, it really is. is. September 1st through the 15th, so three weeks at number one. Tina Turner with What's Love Got to Do with It. One week at number one, September 22nd, and probably one of my favorite songs from the 80s. It was Missing You by John Waite. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. September 29th and October 6th, two weeks at number one, Prince Double Dips with Let's Go Crazy. <sighs> then we have this atrocity. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Casey Kasem. What October is it? October 13th through the 27th, three weeks at number one, Stevie Wonder, I just called to say I love you. Oh, no. The 80s did some horrible things to some some great, great artists, and this was one of them. Yeah. Here's one, I, and this is an artist I really, really like. Uh, two weeks at number one, November 3rd through the 10th, Caribbean Queen by Billy Ocean. Oh, that's, yeah, okay, that's a fun track. November 17th through December 3rd, so three weeks at number one, Wham, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Go-Go. 
December 8th through the 15th, two weeks at number one. Daryl Hall and John Oates out of touch. It, it now one of my favorite songs by the one that I happened to hear on the mm-hmm. way over here was uh, Adult Education. Mm-hmm. Such okay, a good song. And who closes out the year with two weeks at number one? I don't have a clue. Madonna with Like a Virgin. No, I, I should have guessed that. Yep. Now, obviously, there are a lot more songs that charted um, over the over 1984 that we've probably, you know, haven't spoken, haven't talked about. You know that that, yeah. that are still big these and obviously, you know, with some of the albums that we talked about. Um, but those, I mean, that's a, there, there are a couple of outliers in there yeah. of here's, the here's some stuff that was just going on okay. in the world. Uh, oh, we're you, just going to talk about Hulk culture now. Since yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, you know how you go to a concert now mm-hmm. and they're doing what's called IMAG, which is image magnification where they're using video cameras right, and right. showing stuff up on the screens right. and all that. Well, um, during the sing blue silver tour, Duran Duran was the first band to ever do that. Oh, nice. So they Duran Duran basically invented doing iMag at That's concerts cool. and stuff. I like that, and I don't at the same time. Yeah, because I like it because especially if you, if you can only afford nosebleed, which you, is most you, of the time for you, me. You now. can see, you get to see. But the other yeah. thing is that I have even had pretty decent tickets where I was down on the floor and I found myself watching that rather than actually watching the well because then the you band. get the, the close up of the hands on I the know, guitar so. strings and all that. Um, January 27th, Michael Jackson burned his scalp shooting a Pepsi Pepsi commercial. commercial. Mm -hmm. Yep. I remember that. Um, that was big news. This is a year that Jerry Lee Lewis surrendered to federal authorities on income tax evasion and he went to jail. Finally. Um, (laughs) he went to jail a couple of times, (laughs) more than a couple He went to jail for, um, (laughs) while he's still recovering from his scalp burning, he, Michael Jackson won eight Grammy awards out of the 12, um, for thriller and for his work on the audio book for the film ET. Oh, okay. That's right. He read the, he read it, didn't he? Yeah. Mm Um, Sting basically quit the police mm-hmm. during the Synchronicity tour this year. Yep. In 1984. Um, Marvin Gaye is killed by his father. Yes. In 1984. Yep. Uh, I remember I remember distinctly when that happened. I was on vacation. And I remember coming on the news. Because he had just... Sexual healing. Yep. Had Just had, had Had been... A hit for a little while, yeah. and that that kind of was re- revitalizing his career. And his father shot him. Yep, I remember it hitting the news. We're at, and we were living what, in Michigan at the time. Five years, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those things. Look, what it comes down to is, you know, his father had a, a story about what was going on. You know, we all know that Marvin Gaye had substance abuse issues, you know, and that kind of stuff, but. He should have done more than five years. He should have died in jail. I mean, that's... <laughs> or somewhere in between. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... Um, this is a year that at the end of their Madison Square Garden concert, the fans begin ripping the seats out and throwing them on stage. Against? Judas Priest. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, what else happened? Still no Guns N' Roses riot, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um... Ricky Melendez leaves Menudo and is replaced by Ricky Martin. Martin. <laughs> Just for there the fun go. of it. 
1984 was the year that forced Ricky Martin on us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, Eddie Van Halen makes wow. a special guest appearance at a concert by the Jacksons in Dallas, Texas, oh, wow. to play the they guitar solo for Beat It. Nice. Which is pretty cool. He took um, so much crap for that, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, so much crap well, for that. Honestly, that's how I was introduced oh, to I Van Halen. A lot of people were. My dad's brother, my uncle, right. handed me Michael Jackson's Beat It and goes, the only song you need to listen to is Beat It mm-hmm. and listen to the guy playing guitar mm-hmm. because that's Eddie Van Halen. Right. And I heard it and I went back to him. I was like, okay, who's Eddie Van yeah. Halen? Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, what else happened this year uh, in music? Um, yeah. Janet Jackson eloped with James DeBarge. Oh, that's right. In 1984. That's right. That's right. Um, and no one knew about it. For- Barbara Mandrell Mandrell has that huge head-on collision uh, here in Tennessee. I remember that. That was right up the street. Yeah, that was right up the street. Uh, Herbie Hancock. Oh yeah, with Rocket at Rocket. the Music Awards. I remember that because he had like all the anima- all the uh, that's also and stuff on the. He, um, Herbie Hancock won the most awards with that. The Cars won Video of the Year for You Might Think, mm-hmm. and that was the year that Madonna did her controversial like, yep, a, virgin like a Virgin. Yep, on the performance the birthday, on the wedding cake. Yep, yep, yep. And let's see here, what else? The first compact disc manufacturing plant. Uh, plant opens up in Terre Haute, Indiana. Nice. So CDs were first manufactured in Terre Haute starting in 1984. Nice. Nice. So. Yeah. And, and we've just scratched the surface here of, of so much more that happened, you know. Um, and uh, I don't, I guess we're going to. I'm trying to see if there was anything else interesting that really happened. Oh, this is a year. That Vince Neil killed Razzle uh, in that car, in car crash. crash. Yep. yep, yep. And that was the beginning and the end of Hanoi Rocks. Yep. Um, I'm sorry, but the oh, that's also the year of Rick Allen's um, car yeah, car crash where he arm. lost his arm. Yep. Uh, which then ended up bringing us later on um, that Def Leppard album with Animal and... Hysteria. Hysteria, yeah. yeah. But that's... Hysteria is one of those albums you start going down the line of how many songs were released off of it, and it was like five or six deep. Def Leppard was already pretty big. They were. That album put them over the top. Well, you know, it's one of those things that they had put out... They had put out uh, Pyromania. Yeah. And... And toured, and toured, and toured. And, and it was one and of those toured. things, you know, of course, Pyromania was, what, their third album or something like that? It was All Through the Night, and I can't remember the first one. Yeah. But it was one of those things that when Pyromania came out, that was the, um, you know, that was, they, they were they got huge. Oh, yeah. And then that wreck happened. Well, they toured, and they toured. Right. The whole band got burnt out. Right. And they split to go take a break, and that's when Rick Allen had that. Um, mm-hmm. And it basically set them... They sat for four years, yeah, basically trying to figure out what what are we going to do now, you know. Uh, And then they put out Hysteria, and it just exploded even bigger than anything that they had done before. Yeah, it was like wow. So, uh, um, but yeah, that's uh, we could probably do a a Def Leppard. (laughs) We really could because they're. We should just do one on metal, like eighties metal. You know, that band was so. (laughs) 
It was like that band was almost cursed or something, yeah. you know, because the yeah, car wreck that happened, and then Phil, uh, not Phil Collin, um, Steve. Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, what's his name? Steve. He drank himself to death. It had almost twice of what John yeah. Bonham had yeah. in his bloodstream, um, and then you know, they just it's it, it yeah they they had they had a lot that happened to them. Um, you know, besides just being Def Leppard, and <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm not about look. Oh no, w- when when we when you get into like when when you get into all of that hair metal, you know, yeah, and that kind of stuff. Which yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I honestly yeah. I think it's unfair to put them in there because they're kind of their own thing. Like they they were around before well, they came you know they came in with that they were considered part of the that that the that new wave of, of British heavy metal that yeah. in the early eighties you know they had like Judas Priest and different you know that Celtic Frost and a bunch yeah. of that stuff you know uh, but well, I mean even even but Ozzy is, was kind of lumped yeah, in with that because he'd broken off with or getting kicked out of Black Sabbath right, and right. had done his own but thing the thing at that is point. is that it, they they really embraced. Even though they never really did spandex, you know, like a lot of them did, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. They did embrace a lot of the rock and roll tropes of, you know, ripped jeans and long oh, hair yeah. and, you know, that type of stuff. You know, guitars slung low and, and you know, big arena rock, you know. And it's like, yeah, they, they went in a different direction. Um, mullets. <laughs> 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 yeah, yes, yeah, some you of know, them had mullets. That's for sure. You know that type of stuff. But it, it's one of those things that that I I I hate putting them in that hair metal category because I, I they don't. You put them up next to Poison or Warrant or Cinderella <laughs> or somebody like that, and you're like, okay, one of these things is not like the others. Yeah. You know, th- this is uh, uh, it's kind of the same thing I said with Motley Crue, even though I know Motley Crue had the big hair and the spandex and you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's still one of those things you put their music up against yeah. all that stuff. It's like, okay, one of these things is not like the others. And I will fight you if you try to tell me Guns N' Roses was a hair metal band. So <laughs> no, that, Guns N Roses. I don't care how big Axl Rose's hair was in that Welcome to the Jungle video. They were not a hair metal band. They were more right? of a motorcycle gang that they happened were, to play music. Exactly. And it's uh they they came from a completely different, you know, uh different I mean, they yeah. They came from the back alleys of Sunset Strip. They didn't come from Sunset Strip. That was <laughs> So. Guns and Roses is a hair band. Oh, man, it's a anyway. So uh, that's been uh, our first episode, part one of 1984. 1984 conspiracy uh, theories and music, all yeah. in one. And who is and who isn't a hair metal band? Apparently, so it's a, um, so. <laughs> so, anyways, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can get with us here. All right, hey guys, we want to thank you for listening and supporting us all this time. Just wanted to let you know we can be found on Apple Podcast at Project X Pod. Uh, we're also on Google Play, we're on Stitcher, we're on Tuned In Radio, and hopefully we're going to be getting on some other platforms also. You can also get a hold of us by email at projectxpod at gmail.com. I've also got my own private one at bigdavexpod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Project XPod, and there's also at Big Dave XPod. Uh, we're on Facebook at Project X Podcast, and we're on YouTube. We're starting to do some stuff on YouTube at Project X Podcast. So if you like us, please spread the word. 
you know, let your friends know if you can't stand us, tell all your enemies, you know, we, you can torture them that way. Thanks guys. We appreciate it. All right. That's enough. Let's get on with the show. All right. Bye. Um, but, uh, yeah, guys, uh, let us know, uh, if we missed anything, I'm sure we did. Like I said, I, I, I personally did not put together a comprehensive, you know, this is, you know, what, what came out, you know, the, the, of everything, because believe me, there's a lot more oh, on yeah. the list than what we listed here. And, and no, no offense to anybody, you know, we, we weren't trying to like, you know, a lot of, you know, there's a, excuse me, there's a good chance that your favorite album came out that year and we didn't list it. But it's nothing personal. It's just no, we it's were kind of going. Yeah, well, we, we know who we it were, is. We were, we were leaving you out. <laughs> I was when I put my list together. I, I legitimately was kind of going down the. Okay, this has got stuff that you still hear, like you know that, that like kind of is associated with the eighties or this or that. Or I whatever, went with more know. personal. I'll yeah. Admit. And I did, you know, like I said, this I put was the a this was a con- there, continuation so. of my hundred thousand songs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I said, I put the replacements on there. I mean, that album didn't light anything oh, yeah. up. It's not, but it's you know that was it was there. You know, uh, Striper ought to be happy they got a mention. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow and Black Attack, man. That's, that's probably the the first time they've been talked about in two decades. You know, I saw them two years ago. <clears throat> I had never seen them before. Uh, Dave, my Pastor Dave came to town, and he he paid bought tickets. They played at a um, oh no, they played at uh, municipal no a they war were, memorial no 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 they were at uh, the cannery. Oh, <laughs> I and, gave um, them too much credit. And but and it was funny because they were here during um, CMA Fest, and um, they played they played over there, and it was kind of like I said I had never seen them in concert in all the years you know them coming to town and stuff. And I'll be honest, I forgot how heavy they are. I know that sounds odd to say, but when you go back and actually listen to Striper, they were a lot heavier than what you think. But again, because they wore yellow and black spandex and had big hair, and Michael Jeez. Sweet's got that really high voice, you yeah. know. And and you think about honestly, you know, and that kind of stuff. But when you listen to a lot of their the actual guitar riffs and stuff that that they play, it's like, wow, this is kind of heavy music, you know. Yeah, could it take your word for it? I I it's, it shocked me. I'm I'm not even joking, dude. It, I, I was sitting there, I was like, damn, I don't remember this being like this, you know? All I'm going to say mm-hmm. is I'm actually looking forward to finally meeting Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and two, if they cancel this Megadeth can- oh, concert know, on me, know, I'm know, going know, to be so well, I already talked to angry. him. I already talked to Dave, and, and he kind of said that, yeah, when they come to town, if we can carve off some time, he wants to come on the podcast. Sweet. So, yeah. Dave, for those of you that, that don't know, my friend Dave, different Dave, um, that uh, I've known since eighth grade, Pastor Dave, Pastor Dave, we're gonna have is, Big Dave and Pastor, Pastor Dave. Dave because he he is a he's a pastor. It's one of those things. Okay, first off, who who also happens to be a, be like a police, his, he's a police officer. Yeah. Okay, so it's one of those things that when when and a, when, and a when, thrasher when this Pat, guy plays yes, guitar, when, yes, from what Dave I is a great guitar player. <laughs> Man, he's one of the best guitar players I know. Uh, and but he's one of those dudes that like when we were when we were teenagers, okay, when we were little punk metalhead teenagers. If you had come to me and said that I'm not going to say his last name, but said that, that Pastor Dave one day is going to a be a police officer and b be a preacher, I'd have told you you were a damn liar. And, you, and I don't want you. I don't want to hang around with somebody who says stuff like that. Okay. So, 
and he doubled down on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I'd put some money down. A, a few years, and what's what's even funnier? A few years ago, he gets in touch with me, and he's like, "Hey, man, uh, what are you doing? Like this certain date?" I'm like, uh, "I'm not sure why." And he's like, uh, "Slayer's going to be in Memphis. You want to go?" And I'm like. My pastor friend wants me to go see Slayer with him. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am going to the show. This is <laughs> I'll tell you what, we get him on the podcast. We're going to put a guitar in his hands and Dude, see what he got. He is good. I'm telling you, he is good. And he's modded. He's like, he's not going to be like, oh yeah, I can do it. He's like, oh, well, you know, I'll play. I'm like, no, dude, you are. He studied, <laughs> like he, he went to, he went to school. Like he went to college and studied, like he majored in music, nice and everything. And I mean, he's just got a great ear and great everything. Oh, so, so. he's gonna make us both look stupid. Yeah, pretty much. It's gonna be easy. <laughs> and pretty much. That, and on that note, I am Big Dave, <laughs> and I am Alan. <laughs> we'll see you next time. See ya.